Ding, ding, ding. Josh Giddy triple-double. Hot off the press. We're going to get into that in just a moment. But it is good to be back, Pistol Petey, because all I know is you were left here last week mm. stranded, mm. sitting in this studio all alone. I've heard there were tears, but then again, my sources have been questionable in the past. I was. I came in, sat in your chair, just thought I would talk to myself, and they said, no, we can't do it without the boss. Boss was away. So it's good to have you back, mate. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I would obviously in the Harbour City mm. in Sydney, and I thought... Maybe, I mean, I love public transport. They let you in. They I'm did. They did. I'm surprised that yeah. you're allowed in. But I think maybe I've been a bit harsh on the Kings. Okay. No, I'm joking. There's still a complete basket case off the court. <laughs> but they are bordering mm. on public apology level. Wow. The fourth in the history of trash talk because of the way they're playing on court. Okay. Now, I've come at them, of course, off the court, basket case, ridiculous. On the court, the resolve in this team is amazing. No team has been hit with injuries like the Sydney Kings have. Yep. But on court, under Adam Ford, have not missed a beat. Not only do they still play at the same level, they appear to be getting better mm-hmm. with the more injuries they get. And it's not just, you know, they're winning games through hustle. They're playing well. Is Adam Ford coach of the year? Yes. No question. Mm. I don't care what happens from the season from now, Adam Ford is the coach mm. of the year. Because you've got to remember the start of this season, they were without Xavier Cooks. Yep. The most integral part of that team. More important, in my opinion, to winning games than Casper Ware. On that team. Then they lose DJ. It's ridiculous. They've like, it, they have had Martin, the worst Martin run. Martin went out. Glover Martin, went out. They've had the worst yep. injury run in recent history. But lucky, luckily, they've got the best coach. So they've been able to roll through it. With I like three. it. So I like Get out of the Kings. You get like a half quarter public apology. Maybe Adam Ford needs to send you to Sydney the week before every trash talk. Maybe. Maybe I that's think what so. It is. Maybe that's just my presence fired him that's up a little bit. But anyway, as we said, mentioned off the top, Josh Giddy triple double. He's flirted with it oh. nonstop throughout the year, and then finally, bang, had the six six six. I believe it was at just after halftime, mm. which is never a guaranteed triple double. And we've gone the early crow almost every, every single game. game. But finally, with scouts in the crowd, he got it done. Yeah, Toronto scouts, and it, you're right. We've had triple double watch so much because he's had games with three quarter time. He's had. 10, 7, and 8, and you're like, oh. But you're right. It's never a guaranteed thing in the NBL because no. all of a sudden your team might not hit a couple shots where they should be knocking down shots. Rebounds, people are stealing your rebounds. Isaac Humphreys is back, and then you see stat line 12, 10, and 10. Finally got it done. That's what we all wanted to see. Big question now. The Sixers lose that game. Didn't look too good. Oh, they're not making finals. They're not making They're not finals. going near the finals. They, you got a big fat payout coming yep. when he gets drafted. Put the kid on ice. Yeah, I don't care how much you cop because the, the check is coming through at the end of the year when this kid gets drafted. And we had a real, real close one with a slip under the rim. And the game against the Phoenix, I think about over a week ago, where he was a game-time decision. He wasn't fully healthy on that ankle. We had everything. And apparently, agent, Moldovan, all that said, no, we don't want you to play. Connor Henry, all that said, don't want to play. He's like, no, I'm playing because I want to, I want to help. Well, the kid wants the hoop. And the thing That's that I'm going to be the big question well is that he's not actively, you know, I'm close to a triple double. I'm going to try to get one. No. The kid wants to win games. And I think that's impressing scouts more than going out there. Like, I would like to see him score more points because there's a point up until the end of the game there. He scored a bit in junk time, but he's sitting on around six points. Now, I want to see for his draft stock. And again, I'm not a talent evaluator. I'm actually very poor. I said Zion was going to be a bust at one point. Did you? I did because I thought the way he scored in college wasn't going to translate over. Still anyway, that one is Still buried in the annals of history. <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to see him score a little bit more. Mm. Because just when you talk about the NBA, scoring over bigs, that sort of stuff, it's all good to have 10 assists and 10 rebounds. Now, it's going to be harder to get that in the NBA, but stats these days are worth so much less than what they were in the past. So a triple-double now is worth nowhere near what it was 
in the past. So I would like to see, but scoring is scoring. So I would like to see him put up a couple of big number games, a couple of 20-plus point games towards the end of the year. I think that's the only way that he can help himself yep. going forward. But right now, with the position he's in, he's a top 10 draft pick. I think that's a lock yep. that he's going in the top 10. Mm. May even sneak into the top five. Well, he's got a, the best thing about this is college has stopped. So all eyes are on him. Yeah. So everybody's looking at what he can do. He now, and you said he doesn't like actively hunt his triple doubles. He's fallen like one rebound or one assist shy multiple times. When Kiefer Sykes had his triple double to start this season, chased down the last board in like the last two minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, but if you're five went, foot nothing, you're going to have to enough, chase down saying, a ball. I can like, forgive Kiefer Sykes. Lamelo Ball was the same thing. If he was close, he was just hunting it down. Like Josh Giddy has. Lamelo Ball was playing a completely yeah, different style I'm, of basketball than what yeah. Josh Giddy was. Lamelo Ball, you could see in those games, and this isn't a knock on Lamelo Ball. Mm. He's hunting millions and millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. He was looking out for his own. Yeah, fair Josh enough. Giddy doesn't, and fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to knock that at all. If I've got millions of dollars on the table, I'm going to look after my own as well. Especially when you're on a team that's losing every single game. But Josh Giddy is actively trying to win games at yep. the ball club, which makes it even more impressive for me. But you're saying Q in the rack. Q in the rack, yep. completely. And I want to watch him all year. It yep. sucks for me to say that, but I want the kid to have the best career possible. And we saw that slip incident last night, mm. and that was mighty close. Mm. And especially when he lay down there on the floor and it looked like he was holding his knee. Yeah. It's things of that nature. So I, I do not want to see him go down. That would be the worst possible thing that could happen. And the best way to avoid that? Wrap yourself in cotton wool. I'm, I'm with you. I think a lot of people are saying the same thing. He's got his triple-double now. What else can you do besides, as you said, a couple of 20-point games? Might be time to say, you know what, boys? Can't yeah. make finals. It's been real. You know what? My heel's just playing up a yeah, little bit. Just, one of those ones. Just a little bit. Cam Oliver, mm. gone. Home. A little bit underwhelming this year. And I thought I did put a little bit of blame on him for the Taipan season, just not bringing that same energy. And then again, it's hard to bring that same energy. Obviously, he's got some stuff going on at home that he needs to get back for, which is completely understandable. This yeah. isn't, I'm um, having a mildly yeah. tough year, get out. This is a totally reasonable mm. thing to leave for. So um, no, absolutely no knock on Cam Oliver. But my man... Venky Joyce back in. Now, I'm, I hate hearing all the stuff online. Oh, Venky had his chance in the NBL. Venky's got a medical degree mm. and doesn't really care a huge amount about basketball. He's not one of those guys that's in there just trying to hustle. No, I need to make it. I need to make it. This mm. how I put food on the table. No, that's not Venky. Venky goes out there and plays basketball to have fun. He's been playing in random European leagues because he wants to see the country. Mm. So I can't wait to see him. And he's already started off pretty well. He's going to get some pretty good rotational minutes by the end of this thing and prove what he can do. Yeah, I'm with you. And Cam Oliver things are a pretty tough situation. So I hope everything's all right with his family, with his wife, and he gets back there. And we, he's a two-year deal, so we'll see him again. Yeah. The Venky Joyce, because we play with him. I play with him in Melbourne United. We know him well. On the weekend, banked a couple free throws, and I had this debate on air talking to Cam Luke, and he said it wasn't intentional. I'm pretty sure he does intentionally yeah, no, he's, try he's, to bank. He, he, he was, was a, a shocking free throw shocking shooter. Free throw shocking shooter. free throw shooter. And he tries college. to bank him. And he tries to bank him, yeah. yeah and that, both Shane Hill and Cam Luke said, no, 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 it's, that's an act. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I remember him trying yeah. to bank it. Gave away a lot of burgers when he filled in as an injury replacement for United. So if, if it works for you, we've seen underhand free throws. But I'll tell you what, he, he's a great get for... Cants because he brings that sort of energy that I was hoping to see from yep. Cam Oliver. You've seen yep. him throw it down in the lane. I remember when we played Indiana at Indiana, mm. packed out Hoosier gym. You know, I think there's 12,000 there. Mm. First play of the game, he goes down the lane and dunks it. This is first play of the game. Mm. So I think it's 2-0, yep. if my maths is correct after that. He's doing the shh sign to the yeah. crowd, hyping them up, stuff like that. And we went on to win that game, mostly because he rattled them and completely. Beat them. We beat Indiana. It was the wow. first team to beat them in a ridiculous non-conference What did you have? That they got. I had <laughs> six points. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside it. I was yeah. a freshman. Yeah. But Venky, that was what Venky yeah. did. 
He just hypes it. He yep. hypes teams up. He well, gets under the skin of the opposition, and it's exactly what the Taipans need. And I wish that he could have been in this team earlier because he's you. one of the guys that can turn around a season from a team that is lacking in when, energy. That's exactly what they lacked all year. When they That was what they did last year. They were fun to watch. He could have been that little piece that Mike Kelly went to off the bench saying, hey, bring some energy, bring some fight. He would have done it. He's not backing down from a challenge. But he's got a chance here now to just, as you said, go out, have fun, show everybody what he can do, and he's been doing that already. He's killing it. Now, one thing I never thought that I would write on a trash talk rundown mm. was DD Luzada to the Pelicans. Mm. Can you show me one thing that is DD's? And I complimented the Kings at the start of this thing, but I was talking about the current Kings team. Mm. DD Luzada has been incre- an incredible letdown mm. during this year. And again, I'm a terrible talent evaluator. But what on earth were you watching the same games as me that saw any possibility of him being recalled to the Pelicans on a multi-year deal? Well, he, I'm not sure if it's been finalised, the, the deal, but I, that's what the report Are, are they waiting to watch game tape well, before no, he, they finalise? He had 28 before he left, so he timed it well. But obviously It's the that, NBA, Peter Hooley. It's I'm, the NBA. I'm with you. He's been inconsistent this year, and we all thought what he could do, and I thought he was going to be on the verge of a um, breakout year with you talk about so it. So did important Him coming in a second year. Um, but it's, I would assume it's the Pelicans being like, look, You've had your chance in the NBL. We've seen you grow body-wise, at least, and everything going from there. We want to come. We want to see what you can do when we watch you 24-7, when you work out with us, when you have all our strength coaches give you more opportunity here. So, I mean, it's good for the, it's good for the league, obviously. It's, it's great, great for the league, and I love that it happened. I just There was nothing that I saw where if, if you had to put the odds out, I would have put DD getting recalled by the Pelicans this season at about 100 to 1. Just did not see that coming at all because he hasn't... You look at how everyone's playing in the league, Mm. he's not the guy that I would have pulled up. But again, when you've already got that sort of contract in the back pocket and those rights, good on him. Happy happy that it happened. What it does show, though, as we've seen, is like next stars, like young guys who have aspirations now to go to the NBA, you don't have to come and tear it up. Terrence Ferguson didn't do much here. Went over there, started for OKC for a year. Uh, Brian Bowen's still working his way into the... Guys coming in, um, Lamelo Ball's an anomaly. Josh Giddy's an anomaly because those guys came in. There's elite level talent, and then there's the real blue collar fighting but, to get. Yeah, to the and NBA. and the younger guys who are coming into the NBL and just playing solid and doing their thing, getting opportunities now. So it's massive for the league to what we can see is you don't have to come and just tear it up. And then you got yeah, the other you don't side. have to come and just tear it up, but you still have to put in some sort of good performance yep, when you. you're out there and because then, Didi was looking a step mm. slower, and I know there were some injury sort of concerns, and maybe they feel better. Having him there because obviously they see something mm. in the kid. Yep. Obviously they see something. In the well, kid. You're, yeah. and, you're not just throwing money. You're not just throwing him that much, much money. Yeah. But maybe it is. We can get him under our rehab procedures, mm. our health sort of procedures. Maybe they just have more confidence. Ha- there had has back issues. Had has back issues. Yeah. And speaking of nice little segue here for the Kings, though, it's Sean Tate rookie of the year. It's been an incredible it's, rise. It's been an incredible rise and another one. Like I, I thought Jason Tate would be decent. Oh. I thought he'd be a rotational player. Yeah, I thought he'd be able to get rotational minutes, but not to the level wow. that he's playing. I don't and think he will win it, but he'll be all NBA uh, rookie team. The uh, Rockets absolutely suck. Yeah, if anyone yeah. wins an award on the Rockets, then I'm never watching the NBA again. Because they're bad. Because they suck. Okay, hold yeah. that thought for in about a few months' time. <laughs> <laughs> hold that thought for a few months' time. <laughs> Love it. Will McDowell-White announces himself mm. to the league. Breaks that triple-double cherry before Josh Kitty could get there. Love it. And you were so quick to write Will McDowell-White off. I was over here saying, no, 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 Pete, give the kid a chance. That's give the kid true. a chance. And you were saying, no, disappointed in the first game. He's a myth. That's we're never going to see anything from this kid. He may as well hang up the boots. That now, is, I believe we can get the recording. That is, I believe that's what you said. Throw another fallacy out there, would you? But he was good in this game against the Bullets. Been a bit quiet since. Last night I had 13 assists. But again, oh, you're writing him off again? No. Mine goes for a triple-double and already you're bringing the negatives in. But what it's, has Will McDowell-White done to you, Pete? Well, I love the fact that he's going to be the point guard. Dan 
mentioned he even said when Ty Webster comes back, which could be tomorrow night against Melbourne United, that he's going to play Ty Webster off the ball, which I think you have to do. Much better. Because he's a pass-first point guard. He only had four points last night, but 13 assists. Getting Corey Webster shots, Finn Delaney is balling out. Getting Levi Randolph, sorry, he's a bucket. You have to actually play yeah. Levi Randolph now. They went over and beat Perth in Perth. Willie Dowie didn't do much that game, but again, you had a pass-first point guard who could come and get everybody else going. Tom Abercrombie stepped up when he had to. Their team seems to be just starting to click. Once again, a bit late in the season, but I like the roster now that they have. Well, the roster they had at the start of the year was great, and I much prefer Ty Webster off the ball. Mm. Much prefer off the ball. He's a pure scorer. The Webster gonna... brothers are just pure, put up massive numbers yeah. type guys. But they've got now you've got Tom Abercrombie, you need that elite defender. And we're talking about guard rotation. Corey Webster, Ty Webster, Levi Randolph, Will McDowell-White. So there's... Love it. And I'm glad that you've given the kid another chance. Oh, after. You are an absolute flog. <laughs> <laughs> Not news to anyone there. In player out of bounds, should the Perth Wildcats rest Bryce Cotton? Now, this is all, you could almost throw this one to a hot and cold thing. I'm going to say cold. Are you? In an in play out of bounds segment. I'm Only because cold. we know how important it is to uh, get home court advantage in finals. So I think that's what they want. They want to beat. Melbourne it's too close. You can't, because you take yeah. Bryce Cotton out of that team. And, and as much as, and I say that with hesitancy. Yeah. Because you take anyone out of a Perth Wildcats team, and they're still going to find a way to win, yeah. in my opinion. The culture not, is so not Bryce, deep and ingrown. But taking Bryce nah, out, that's Bryce. like removing or, a leg. Even John Mooney. You take John Mooney out, they're not probably going to win games. I think they could still... They could, Bryce Cotton could, could get them to a win without Mooney in there. I don't think the opposite way. I don't think the opposite uh, way works. I'm saying they should. I mean, they had the two days off completely during the week because he looked so flat last night. He just looked tired. They had a really tough schedule. I think it lines up. Play him yeah. limited minutes. That's, I'm fine yeah, with that. I'm Don't with give that. him games off. Maybe play him 20 minutes. When you get up 10, take him out of the game. Well, I have said that. It's tough to get up since, 10 in the NBL. Though. Since everybody started talking about maybe resting Bryce last week, they did go into a three-day lockdown where they probably couldn't have done anything. So maybe he's had a good rest. There we go. Or maybe he's good Jeez, to go. The, the WA government will do anything for these Wildcats. That's oh, Pushing citizenship, three-day lockdown. Three-day lockdowns, giving him some rest. They were supposed to play again, had a day off. Yeah. So now we know where Mark McGowan's really at. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, he does look tired. They need they need him to be at full strength. He won't be able to com- finish the season without a bit more rest. So well done, Mark. McGee. Yeah, I, look. What I hope is that they can get they'll, they'll be able to create a buffer at the top potentially. Mm. I'm not sure. At least create a buffer where they're in the top four. Top two. They'll they'll finish top two. Top two. Create a bit of a buffer there. And if there is, if you are two games ahead by that point, even one game ahead, rest. Him. Or even Fine. if you're yeah two games ahead of third and you can't get first, just. It doesn't matter. You'd give you'd give up first. Yeah, to, to be able to rest yep. Bryce Cotton for a bit. I agree. Hot or cold? Kai Soto to the Sixers. Hot. This is what we need. Hot from a this. social media engagement. We haven't seen the kid play, and no, I don't think he's going to do tapes. too much. He's out there from what I've seen on the highlight tapes. The NBL is a different mm. beast compared to where he's time. coming from. But oh, the Filipino engagement through the roof. But this is where the next like step is for the NBL. Is we want engagement around the world. This is the way to do it. And. He does look good on tape. Again, I know the NBL is a different league, and we've seen that from everybody who comes in. But this is hot all around. I'll tell you what I'm worried about with this. I reckon it's a great move from the Sixers. You Mm. look at everything, like a marketing standpoint, everything. We know that the Filipino community absolutely loves basketball and incredibly passionate. But you look at the engagement with Yudai Baba Mm. at Melbourne from our Japanese friends. Mm. Now, times that by 100 for Soto right now. Crazy. If he gets... Him subbing into the game, yep. maybe NBL Player of the Week from what we've seen. Well, Him getting a single rebound, maybe posted on highlight tapes <laughs> and seven, up. eight times yeah. and blown up. So to dominates well, the how class. quickly did the NBL get his jersey ready to pre-order? You've got to do that because they'll on. get scooped up. Smart. And that's what you want to see. They're very hot for the I season. love it. Hot.
Phoenix Guard log jam causing issues at the Oh, moment. it is. It's hot that it's causing issues, cold what it is for the Phoenix. I mean, they had a good win over the Taipans, but Kiefer Sykes is out now with being injured. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for, but we saw when he came back, him, Kyle Adam, Isaiah Liafa all need minutes and all have done well enough to deserve minutes and they're all point guards. So it's like, how do you make them all happy? And I think at full strength, unfortunately, Isaiah Liafa is going to have to be the one who takes a back seat because that was his original Does role. he though? Well, that's the thing. Does he take a back seat? Because he's given you right now, and the hard thing is, and I love Kyle Adams' game, mm. and I reckon, I, I hope that he gets to the jack jumpers next year mm. and is the starting point guard. Ooh, don't I reckon he'd, yeah, three it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but yeah. I, I just want him to have a starting role on a team. The hard thing is, you don't fix something when it's not broken right now. Liafa's playing a really, really good D. But you're not leaving. And that's what you need. You're not leaving Kiefer Sykes out. When you're not leaving Kiefer strength. Sykes. But right now, it's between a DP and Kyle Adnam. It's just Liafa what, is playing out of his mind. And it starts with, like, I spoke to Adam Gibson like four weeks ago about it. He said, it's great. We're going to compete for minutes at training. If you're not doing the right things, you won't play. But that gets to a mental game. Kyle Adnam had a stretch. He didn't hit. Yeah, two weeks ago, didn't hit a field goal over a two-game stretch in the weekend. But that's always what Kyle Adams' career has been. It's up, yeah, down, up, down, up, down. When he's that, on, he's on. You've got that off, in the back of your mind of Kiefer's coming back now. My role will go back to the bench. But all of a sudden, that role that you had off the green light off the bench is now competing with a DP who's done nothing wrong to get benched now. So there's a lot going on. That log jam we've seen. And they need Ryan Brokoff back ASAP because he was starting to play good basketball as well. Yeah, that was the most disappointing thing about this whole thing, oh. not seeing Brokoff after he started yeah. to launch. But yeah, it is, it is an issue. Normally, it's a good thing to have players competing for minutes, but right now it's uh, when they come up against good teams, they seem to be faltering. Agreed. Don't agree with me, freak. <laughs> Dan Trist, sling tackle. Now, careless, reckless, holding the ball. What do you reckon about this one? Mate, this is funny. This is I was watching this. Got upgraded to an sportsman like foul, but this was – I'm frustrated. I'm a little bit of a tangled. We're going to look at it. We've got the vision of it, and this is the most perfectly executed tackle oh, a- that you'll see. <laughs> This is the wildest thing we've seen all year. Bam, bang. Imagine if a Melbourne United guy did this. The the NBL Twitter sphere would explode. But he did this. Dan Trist did this in Perth in front of the Red Army. Oh, on it. There's got a unit security leaving the gym after that. Like that is just a one. One that's just a weird thing to do. But how about Mitch Norton? You thought he broke his back. Well, he got this view here. That and right there. That is. Oh, that is. See, that's dangerous. So here's the thing. That's incorrect disposal. Incorrect disposal. Definitely throwing the ball. If he injures his knee on that. Oh, Dan Trist is never allowed to play in WA Dan Trist can, can never enter <laughs> Western Australia yeah. again. McGowan will make sure he that his a, citizenship will be transferred over be to Bryce Cotton immediately. Yeah. You can't. If that was the case. But if he does do his knee on that, what are you looking at? You're looking at weeks for sure. Well, it was unnecessary, wasn't it? That was the It's key. unnecessary. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike contact resulting in an injury. I'm not sure how, what the tribunal with the NBL does or what it I, is. Not sure either. I've I don't heard even some know stories about the old tribunals back Ooh. in the day when they used to just all go there and then go straight to the pub back in the old Melbourne Tigers days. Oh, nice. Oh, there's some good stuff. Get some of those out of Gazy, I reckon. I will. Um, but yeah, it's, it got lucky, I think, because you could see Mitch Norton got caught under. That knee went in there. Yeah. That, that's an easy ACL yeah. to do. And if that happens, as I'm saying... You're done. Yeah, You're wiped out for that, unnecessary. that's six weeks. Uh, it got, luckily, it just got upgraded. Mitch Norton's a tough guy, so he just went back and shot the free throws. But I just thought, man... I know you're frustrated, but doing this in WA, the breakers, oh. if you did this at home, New Zealand might just be, man, you're all right, mate. We play rugby. <laughs> we're fine, mate. But that was a bold strategy from Trist. How about Gorge coming out saying it's Simmons and Ingalls, the current leading three-point percentage shooter mm. in the NBA, yep. are guaranteed to play in the Olympics. Yep. How good is that? Guaranteed. That's what, now, the uh, question's there. Joe Ingalls has come out and said it. I'm still not sold 
that Ben Simmons will do it. And also guaranteeing if, if Ben has a slight injury towards the end of the year. Well, he's injured now. Yeah, but if that continues yeah. on towards the end of the year, then there's no way that he plays. And it would be stupid to play. Ingles is a journeyman, Australian superstar. The Olympics mm. clearly means a huge amount yep. to Joe Ingles. And, and some people, it just doesn't mean as much. And I'm not going to knock people if that's the case. Yep. Ben Simmons has obviously had his issues with Basketball Australia through multiple different areas that are probably too deep for us to go into Mm. on this podcast. But he's had his issues with Basketball Australia. So I can understand if there's maybe not as much intent to play for that national team. Whereas Joe Ingles is a different beast and he wears his heart on his sleeve every time he goes out there. Well, both teams, Philly and Utah, are doing well and going to make a deep playoff run. So that's That's the issue. Yeah, I'm still, even after seeing that, I'm still not sold that Simmons will play. Yeah. But I also don't think that it's a massive end of the world loss. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because Ben Simmons, Joe Ingles' game converts to FIBA so well. Our FIBA uh, NBA players are elite. Paddy FIBA, FIBA Paddy. FIBA Paddy, FIBA Joe, elite. FIBA Ben. Yeah. His game style, it's a smaller court. It's more enclosed. We saw Giannis, don't get as much we saw Giannis in the we World Cup. To Giannis, so as you said, in the World Cup. I just don't think the jump shot is so vital in the FIBA game mm. that I just don't think Ben's that, that FIBA player. He'll still be great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And he'll help the team win if he plays by a long stretch. But it's not crisis situation. No, if it's you not. look at both players no. from a FIBA level, mm. you have Patty, Joe, mm. and Ben. Who's the most integral one there Patty. to play in the Olympics? It's still Paddy Mills Patty. from a FIBA yep. perspective. It's not a knock on Ben's game at all. No, he is built for the NBA. Paddy wants to lead every tournament in scoring when he puts on the green and gold. Oh, so it's fun beast. to watch. That's, that's what we, what we see. need. Uh, it, no, yeah, it's definitely not. But we just want to see. We just want to see Ben wear the green and gold for once. I do. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. There, there's something that's snuck into this rundown mm. that you have most definitely written because for the life of me, I don't know if I'm reading the right thing here. Mm. Breakers can make Finals. Yep. Had it in last week when you decided to go on your uh, little holiday away, but they <laughs> lost the game since. They've got a good run home. They're playing some good basketball. It's going to be hard now, you see, hard. because the Phoenix. It ain't just going to be hard. Phoenix are one game, but it's going to be impossible. Well, the Kings, we've seen what the Kings, as we touch on the top of the show, the Kings are winning games with injuries. They've got some injuries. If they start to falter, the Breakers have seven games at home where the roster that's now starting to click. Vindelaney is playing some really good basketball. It's going to be very hard. What are, we, what, are, what are we putting on the breakers making finals? I'm willing to do something. You're the odd maker. <laughs> no, I'm not talking. No, it doesn't trip always to have to be money with you, old com- NBL commentator trip, money bags over trip, here. Trip to, to Sydney. Cash. Trip to A trip to Sydney. No, Deal. No. Deal. I, yeah, okay, I've got if that If the breakers make the final, now, it's not a two-way bet because I know that the odds are heavily Oh, in. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a one-way bet. You'll send me to Sydney. Oh, I'll send you with me. Oh, okay. Oh, together. If the breakers make the finals, the Kings... They probably miss out. We will, we will go to an interstate finals game, whether it be Perth. If the Breakers make the finals, I will take you to an interstate NBL game. Oh, thank you. I like finals. that. Deal. They did this last year, though, didn't they? They just came up short with that massive win at the end. Yeah, yeah. Bullets, so. That was ridiculous last year. Yeah. Can we just go back Remember to that, that for a second? Remember they had to win by 30-something? I think they had to win by 38, and they won 38 by 40. and they won by 41. It was, was up 40 at quarter time. One of the most NBL things to yeah. ever happen was that. Anyway, Casper, your man, 40-piece. Mm. You appear to be sold. I'm not. Well, I mean, he has to do this now, doesn't he? He has to put up some big numbers because they missed DJ Vasiljevic and now Didi's gone. Didi played in this game, but they need him to be able to step up. Tell you what, he's got to step up, though. Yep. They won this game pretty easily. Mm. He's got to step they, up in the final two They won two this minutes. game by two. Yeah, but it was still an easy game. <laughs> it's the tie pants. He needs to step up in the final two minutes of the game. And I'm not, I'm not just talking on an outlier here. He needs to do that consistently because I know that you want to talk about which PG would you build a team around. Mm. I'm going to say, because you've suggested that, that it's Casper Wett. No. Well, that's ironic. There was a bit of debate on Twitter. I Honestly, if I had to build a, 
it'd be Scott Machado, I think, is someone I'd want to build uh, a team around. Yeah, he'd be up there. But then I look at the way Kansas is doing right now, and I've still got to see another year from him at the moment. Who would you go with? Uh, Mitch McCarron, maybe? <sighs> Mitch McCarron. How good's he playing? I just, I, I reckon dad. Mitch McCarron. Like, I look back to what he was like at Cairns. He does it all. Pass, rebound, assist, plays defense. That's who. And, and I'm not taking a team where, oh, your point goes. Like I said, if you have to get as many points as possible for your point, yeah, I'll probably take Casper Ware for the first <laughs> 38 mm. minutes of the game. But Mitch McCarron is Mitch McCarron's going to be my guy. If I want to win basketball games, he's the first point guard I'm taking off the current rack. And before we, before we change, our, our guy Johnny Guana up north said, can we start talking about Mitch McCarron? For Johnny Guana's my guy. He's UFC, Nuffy. For most it. improved player, Mitch McCarron. I was like, oh, he's, he's been good. It's a tough one. It's you the Dave Barlow it argument. It is exactly Where Dave that. Barlow, you, you know, he, he was injured yep. for a couple of years, sort of dropped off and then yep. came back. I, I, I think we keep the most improved to the young guys coming through. Most improved, I know we're just going completely off schedule. Most improved might be heading to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Jordan Hunter playing Love some it. good basketball. Jordy Hunter. We've got Luke Longley down there working with him. What can't more can you that. ask? Yeah. For another podcast next week because I'll be in the state. Maybe that's it. Oh, there we go. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And always gamble responsibly.